But hang on, I think I might have a way to. Oh, here. There, do you get a little, did you just get a little notification asking you to start the video? Uh, I can oh, see there you. you are. I see you. Hello, doctor. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Well, let me just tell Baba it's working. You look kind of different. Do you have less hair? <laughs> no. Oh. Lost a little weight, but uh, that's about it. Look good. I'm trying with you. My age, every every little bit helps. <laughs> I apologize. Like it's my lunchtime. I'm, the Terry oh, Gross would never do this. <laughs> you are someone who knows a lot about infectious disease and also like the social layers around that. Just because COVID-19 is around, STI and HIV did not decide to clock out. Homelessness has not stopped. All the other social ills that we were dealing with are still in full bloom. In your job, you gotta be out and about. This morning, I had a client who wasn't able to have his STI screenings done. So, you know, we're open by appointment only because we don't want more than three people in the building. I have two staff members and then they see a client. So I went and picked up the client and brought him to the drop-in center so he could be tested. So, you know, even in doing, you know, this type of essential work, uh, you know, I'm still trying to practice social distancing. So when people come into the, um, the drop-in center, we have a touchless thermometer. So even my staff, we all, you know, check our temperatures when we come in and we check the temperatures of anybody who comes down to the center to try to make sure they don't have any active uh, COVID-19 symptoms. Um, but, you know, that's what we've been doing for almost two weeks now. It's scary. I mean, it's scary for me because when you think about the vulnerable populations, I fall into three major categories. I'm old, I'm HIV positive, and I'm a recent cancer survivor. Five years cancer free, but still, you know, that's in the back of my immune system and my, you know, my biological memory. Um, I'm really trying to practice, you know, being careful as much as possible. But at the end of the day, you know, there are some services that we provide that are pretty essential. And if we go away, then those services go away. This is a very facetious t-shirt. I was um, out at my drop-in center today and I saw these ladies, they got some blankets and they were having lunch and they were some nurses. So they were like, oh, I like your shirt. We were just talking about Jesus. I'm like, red state Jesus or blue state Jesus? When I think about, you know, who Jesus was from a, from a, 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 a social standpoint, he would be someone like a Bernie Sanders who wanted people to have stuff for free, who wanted to make sure that people were taken care of. So you have blue state Jesus and red state Jesus. Red state Jesus don't give a shit about people. Red state Jesus is very problematic in Alabama because red state Jesus is like, screw y'all, I'm getting out of this tissue. You know, wipe your ass on a leaf by the day, but I'm getting this tissue. And it's just been ridiculous. Like we, I think this is really uncovered you know, the problem that we have with selfishness in this country. You know, it's all about me and what can I get from me. You, you've talked a lot about how you walk out the door. When you walk back in the door, like, tell me about that. Like, how's that all going? I am the father of two boys. Uh, my husband, Robert, works for Blue Cross Blue Shield. I am the father, the grandfather of three gorgeous little girls. Well, one of them 15 that she's taller than me, but she's always my baby. We kind of practice social distancing anyway. Like I may be on my iPad, my husband's on this computer, the kid is playing video games in his room. You know, again, I make sure I take all the precautions, you know, wash myself down when I get in the house. You know, my family knows who I am and they know what I do. And this is for them, what I'm doing is no different than what I'm doing during regular times. Like, 
I have been out of town at conferences and someone has called me or gave me a message that they needed some food. And I'm like, hey, love, how are you? <laughs> and he's like, what do you want? Well, I need you to go by Walmart and go by Little Seasons. I need you to take this amount of food over there. So, like, they're not looking at what I'm doing as anything that's out of the ordinary. Um, so, you know, for me, it's not a big change. It's not a big change for them. I had a moment last Friday when, you know, we're getting all the information about the morbidity rates in Italy. And I'm like, you know, if you get this disease, there's a chance that you won't survive. Uh, then you got to worry about what's going to go on with Maurice and Bobby. You know, you know what happens when you're not there. And I just think that if you allow yourself to be in that place, you're going to be in that place. It's not a very pretty place. I do want people to be safe. You know, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. I was at one of our um, parks the other day, and I have a drone. And this little kid was about maybe 20 feet away. He goes, is that your drone? And I was like, yeah. And I, he was like, can you see what's going on? I said, yeah. And then I thought about it, because my next move is to go over to the kid and show it to him. And I'm like, you know, maybe you can catch me here in a couple of weeks when we don't have to practice this social distancing and you can see it with me. But right now, I want to keep you safe. You know, and you know, and, and that's what we have to do right now. You know, I'm a hugger. This is terrible for me. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I want to hug you right now. <laughs> yeah, this is like purgatory. Like, what the fuck? But you know, it's got it's what we got to do right now. Yeah, 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 man. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank and you, man.